great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Now is the time. Shining now at the end the of every time. day. Now is the best Daddy time da beep, of bop, your da life. Da 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 Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dysfunctional Podcast. I'm I feel like if, if you work in Tomorrowland, you really have to get tired of that song because that's in their um, that's in their like land loop. Like Every when you're on when you're day. working, like I feel like if you're an attractions cast member at like oh at like um, TTA. Transit Authority, oh, People Mover, yeah, and that's just on all the time. DB, DB, DB. I feel like I would lose my mind. And then the your vehicle is coming to a stop or whatever. Oh, that's says... yeah. Anyway, hi Visit everyone. Mickey Star Traders. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Or whatever he said. What is it? It's say? out of this. It's world. out of this world. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um. Can you try and guess what this episode's about? It's about future. It's about future world at Epcot, but west, not east. No, it's actually about Tomorrowland. Okay, so yeah, uh, last week we watched Tomorrowland. First of all, we watched it at Downtown Disney, which, if you've never seen a, a Disney, Disney movie, movie at, at Downtown Disney, Disney, it's on opening weekend, it's... It's literally like if all of your friends watched like, the same episode of Glee together, and it's like, ah! Oh! But like, 400 people oh. all have a... They all like the same thing. And they're all watching that thing. Yeah, everyone gets so, the same like, jokes. Every everyone yeah, everyone everything. like like the entire like backstory of the Disney thing where they were on. It's a small world. Like you could feel the entire audience was just like, oh, <laughs> uh, Walt, where's Walt? <laughs> Walt. For example, we saw um, Big Hero Six opening night, and then we and it was entirely college programmers. Yeah, and, and but they, like, like during feast, the, the little short. short Oh, oh my, my god! god. <laughs> it you was just obnoxious. Everyone was just like, "Oh, oh!" <laughs> and, uh, like the entire. <laughs> I wanted to kill myself. I mean, it was like fun because I was like, "This is my feeling amplified times." However, many people were in this theater. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you go to a normal theater in the middle of America and you see a Disney movie opening weekend, they'll have a lot of children who are like, "Ha." Okay, well, first let's talk about the actual movie. Well, I... Okay, I really liked it. I liked it because it was very visually appealing. Yes. I thought that the acting was really good. Yes. The girl that played Casey was so... Casey was so... Natural. natural. So organic. They're finding all these girls. They did the same thing in Cinderella, where she was just so... Like, it was so real. Like, she was just so normal. Yeah. And it wasn't like, I'm an ingenue. Like, I was like... It was like... I'm really this person, and this is an actual person yeah. in the living world. And I was like, oh. and I thought like the humor in the movie was so on point because of how organic she was. Because she was just reacting to everything like, what would a normal normal girl react to things yeah. if like you find out that there's another Which world? How, that's or robots. Be so hard. I mean, the do half of that movie had to be green screen. Yeah. More than half of that movie had to be yeah. them around a green screen. Yeah. I just don't know how they do it. Like, especially in the them. beginning with the kids, too. Yeah. Like, with the little boy. Oh, first of all, spoiler alert. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess spoiler alert, if you don't, if you haven't seen the movie, like... Watch the movie watch first the and movie then listen first to first and then listen to the podcast. Because, I mean, it's not like we're gonna trash the movie. Pero, like... But, well, well I liked, I thought it was very cinematic. I mm-hmm. felt like I really, I felt like it was an adventure. I feel like... 
I will say this. A lot of Disney movies of late, um, I'm not talking about the animated ones, live the actions, live ones, yeah. um, I'm thinking Your Sorcerer's Apprentice, that type of situation, have been attempts at an adventure, and they kind of fall flat. Yeah. Um, I felt like this from beginning to end, I was on an adventure, which I really liked. Um, however, it definitely felt... Um, more Adventureland than Tomorrowland to me. In themes. I felt like there wasn't enough time in Tomorrowland. Um, I feel like they built up this entire thing about how we're gonna go to Tomorrowland and then... And I get that that was the plot, was that there wasn't really a Tomorrowland to go to, but it... It just felt like the whole... Like, I went to see, like, their version of this futuristic city... And then it only ended up being that, like, little snippet of that, like, two-minute-and-seventeen-second commercial or whatever that she goes through. Yeah. Oh, and the fact that they had blatantly put Space Mountain in there and then had just nothing to do with it. It was just, like, there. Just like Space Mountain was there in the background. At all points, no matter where you were in the city, you could always see Space Mountain. That's not how a city works. <laughs> I thought that the... Yeah, I agree. The build-up to Tomorrowland was kind of, like, a dud because... Also, it was, like... They kept being like, "There's a you. You have a bigger purpose. Like you're gonna save Tomorrowland." And when they get there, it's like, "I get the, the point." Okay, so the point here's what happens: she sees Tomorrowland. She wants to go. She has to find George Clooney. They go to Tomorrowland. They warn her that it's not what she thinks it is. They go there. It's basically desolate, but not because... in like a. But not in like a we're it's dying. torn apart or like it's whatever. Just it's no just like no one's there. No one's there anymore. They've all there's given like, up. There's like some cops. Yeah. So it's like the point is like they've all given up on their dreams. Right. And so she was the last person to have hope. To have hope or something. Or whatever. Who hasn't She's given the one percent. Yeah. She's the one percent. But the thing was like the big bad was just to quote your um, Joss Whedon to give happened. up. Like that was the villain. Yeah, the villain because, wasn't Hugh Laurie. Yeah, because Hugh Laurie was like, he was because like, everyone's giving up, I'm just going to make everyone believe that the world's going to end, because no one cares anymore. Yeah, the like, whole that point, was, that so was, the whole... So it's not like this, he want, like... It was dumb. It wasn't even like the he The whole was thing a, was yeah. like, they have this big TV, they can show the future, and so um, she looks in the future and all she can see is that in like so, 53 days or whatever, the world's going to end. They were like, oh, you're broadcasting it to humanity. And he was like, yeah, I was literally just trying to show them, like, this is what's going to happen to you. And then they embraced it. And then that monologue was really long and unnecessary, I will say that. I was like, all right. I get get villains need their villain logs. I get that. But, like, that was long. Yeah. I did like this movie. I don't want it to sound like I didn't like this movie. I just had a big... I think my biggest problem was the climax. I felt like they built this movie up to a bigger climax, and then they kind of just let it drop. Yeah. Um, I feel like Meet the Robinsons had a better, like, futuristic ending. I thought that was more, like... Because the future there was directly linked to, like, life on Earth. It was not the... It was not the climax of an adventure movie. Yeah. The entire movie was an adventure movie until the climax, at which, it, at which point it became, like, a drama. And yeah. then it was just like, ah. Uh. Yeah. I was like, No. But Absolutely thing, not. Okay, the thing that I had a big problem with was the message at the end. Because, like, when it does resolve, yay, dreams and hopes are back again. So they can rebuild Tomorrowland in order to make it, like, super great. And then, like, where, you know, you can thrive and all of your ideas can flourish. 
but there's no connection to the real world, like to Earth. And that was my biggest thing. And like, I understand like Disney doesn't have to have like thought provoking lessons all the time. No, yeah. But like, they built up Tomorrowland as like a place where you can live your dreams and build your ideas without having any politics, any rules. Right. But it's like, a utopia. Yeah. But like, there's no link to like how that'll make earth better like it's no, just there was a link it's like it just wasn't it wasn't it's not yeah, it was never defined yeah. it was like are they gonna move everyone from earth to tomorrowland yeah are they gonna take these ideas from tomorrowland and use them in earth. earth yeah are they gonna show everyone on earth like if you try harder you can live in tomorrowland like because i just didn't understand what they were wanted to do because my i mean like I'm the, reaching. The ending shot, though, was amazing. Yeah, the last shot was beautiful. Like, this is me reaching, but, like, because, like, with Walt and then, like, Tesla and all those, like, brilliant scientists, yeah, they they tried their ideas in Tomorrowland, and then they uh, ended so. up bringing it back to Earth in order to, like, do, like, have those technologies for Earth. But, like, that's never really, like, defined as, like, this is why Tomorrowland exists. Yeah. They just kind of stop at, like, Tomorrowland is this place where you can do all these things. Tomorrowland is a separate place in a separate dimension, and this is where ideas flourish. Period. Period. They didn't be like, they weren't like, and then we're going to use these ideas to blah, blah, blah. They were just like, this is a place. Yeah, the ending shot was beautiful, where they bring all of those, like, diverse, like, geniuses. Okay, let's talk about your diversity in that final, (laughs) like, montage. It was so great. It was was so diverse, because the cast was very whitewashed. Yeah. Fine, I'll accept it because they did start the film in like your 1950s yeah. America. Fine. Who's going to the World's Fair? I mean, we're going to be really honest yeah. right now. Let's be real. Yeah. In 1964, I'm sorry. I will say though, you could feel them in the last montage be like, every race on earth. Inuit, we got it. <laughs> yeah. It just felt like, let's take all of the brilliant minds from earth and then bring them back to Tomorrowland they decide to go back to earth then good for them but i just i wanted there to be like a i wanted there to be a wally situation how the ending of wally how they come back to earth and then even just through the credits they show them like rebuilding earth i would have been fine with that like just little clips during the credits or something yeah i don't know i just felt like there was like i really liked the ending shot there was all this hope i just didn't know how it reflected back to earth yeah or what it was supposed to do for tomorrowland like if Tomorrowland is this really impressive city, okay. But, like, does yeah. that fix Earth? Yeah. What I would have loved to see is Casey and his and her dad going to Tomorrowland and then, like, doing, like, an an epilogue where they go back to Earth and rebuild NASA. Or can, rebuild I re- this can I reach for a theme for a minute? Okay. Did you feel like how they were saying that this big... TV or antenna basically yeah, yeah. shooting stuff into into People's our minds, filtration basically. system essentially. Yeah. Do you think that was a skewering to use a college term that we heard a lot? A skewering of like media? Because in the beginning, like Hugh or Laurie, an illusion, I should yeah. Because Hugh Laurie was pretty much like Tomorrowland exists because you can have all of these things without having people skewer it, like without that middleman, without instead of turning it around like because that's the problem in earth why don't i just use it to their advantage and then show them death and then they'll accept it also they never really and they never explained why tomorrowland kind of died they were like oh george clooney's i don't even remember his name what was his name i don't know frank i think it was frank Frank. um frank got kicked out in 1970 something i think it was like 78 
So like did I he build I assume did he build the, the thing? Yeah, he built he built that. That was his idea. I guess he didn't ex- ugh, I just We need to buy the DVD clearly and then you just know, like I need to see this like it. five more times yeah. because I clearly That's the didn't thing like Maybe I'm not smart enough to get it. No, I think they're just but like I'm, not. They're not specific. I don't know if they're just being. It was too general. It was general, but like, look at how big idea we can do big ideas and we can do thought provoking ideas in a Disney movie, but never actually. Was like, that why he was kicked out? Was because he saw the end of the world? I always thought it was like because he built that technology that like was too forward thinking. Like it was too. But then that doesn't make sense either because the whole point of Tomorrowland is like you're supposed to be that forward thinking. I think it may maybe it was the end of the world. Maybe because they, they just freaked them out, so they're like, "Well, shut down everything. Shut it There's down. no point." And then, yeah, he probably saw like a an imminent apocalypse or something. Well, the percentage must have gone up of the like probability pro- the probability that it's going to happen. Because it couldn't have started at 100%, because the whole point it was at was at 100% was because it had been putting this feed through yeah. into Earth. I don't under... There are just so many questions that I still have okay, that I so wish... Okay, so is it... And listen, I love Brad Bird. Yeah, because I was And I would say. go to the ends of the Earth for a Brad Bird movie, like, absolutely. Iron Incredibles, Giant. Iron Giant. Yes. Yes. Ratatouille, yes. I just feel like they banked on too much, like, necessity. Nostalgia or something? I don't even know. I just feel like there wasn't speci- it wasn't specific enough. I can't help but think that it's like they banked on like George Clooney will like carry everyone through this yeah. movie. I can't help but see the like Walt um, parallel with Frank. Yeah, because it's like oh he's seeing too much into the future or he's too much of a dreamer that like the world isn't ready for it yet. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, like, he belongs in Tomorrowland. Or well, also, let's talk about that, too. How, what is, what's really Tomorrowland about it, and what's really Future World about it? Yeah. I mean, let's, let's really have that conversation. Yeah, because, like, even though it is And I'm referring to Future World and Epcot, obviously. Yeah, even though it is Tomorrowland, it's so Epcot. It is, it's, it is, it's Epcot. It is Epcot. It's, Epcot. The, it's the, it's the prototype community yeah, of tomorrow. It's the prototype community of tomorrow, yeah. That's absolutely you think, what it is. Do you think if they changed the name, if they had changed Epcot the name to Epcot, instead, like I think people would have lost their minds. Would have. Well, the general public would have been like, "What? What?" And then, but Disney people would be Disney like, people would have been like, <laughs> "Tears." <laughs> what would Walt do? Yeah, um, yeah I think it was because that was Walt's dream, like to make to make that community. Yeah. Well, because Tomorrowland was always, I mean. What I've always felt from the the um, land and the theme park was that Tomorrowland was what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. Um, what's just coming around the corner. Yeah. Um, and then Epcot is like... Epcot's like your forward thinking, yeah. like your pavilions, your companies working together to create this stuff. Yeah. That's what Epcot always seemed like to me. So that's why it felt like more like Epcot. I'm yeah. still mad they didn't go in Space Mountain. They just yeah. had it there, and then just never... We're just like, ha ha ha, look at it. Yeah. <laughs> LOL. What would it have been in the city? I have no idea. A mall. I thought when they were going to go in the rocket, when they were like, they were gonna we go have a space, there. I thought it was going to be in Space Mountain, and then they were in Space Mountain. They were I was like, what's the... God damn it. <laughs> I liked the movie. But the thing, I actually yeah, really did I like really the did movie. like the movie. I, I, felt, would... I had a good time. You will have a good time. You will love Casey. She was great. You'll love Athena. You'll I love Athena. Athena was literally everything. 
Athena carried me through that film. And then her humor at the end when she, well... Yeah, she's she's the the she's, humor is very on point. The actress was really good for a child actress. I was like, yeah. absolutely. Who's playing a ro- who's playing an audio animatronic? Perfect. Yeah. And this is just us. I know this is just me wanting more from the movie because yeah. I'm like the what was the ma- what was the major dramatic question? What yeah. was what was what the, was the rising what action? Was, yeah, what was the takeaway of the movie? What yeah. are we supposed to learn as a as an audience member? Conversation. conversation. What's the conversation? Yeah. This was our conversation. Yeah. But, You're hearing it right now, guys. Yeah. Live and in person. We think it could have gone farther, but all their live action movies are going to get better. Like, we've, we're seeing yeah, this absolutely. trend now of, like, they are taking it seriously. I'm drinking like, my coffee out of a figment mug, by the way. Okay. To, like, point that out. To, well, he's drinking and... out of a figment mug. What I'm if there had been, like, a, a random, like, mug. figment? Well, apparently there was a Dreamfinder situation in there, and I, I missed it completely. <laughs> Would it have been in a comic book store? That's probably what I feel. Probably. Like. If it was an Easter egg. That was a... Re- I liked that scene. That was my favorite scene. My favorite moment of watching the movie with Adam was when they said AA, and then Adam just goes, <gasps> Audio animatronic. And then she was like, Audio animatronic. And I was like, ah! <laughs> I got yes. it. I got it. What they were alluding to was that Walt all of them... built the robots. Mm-hmm. Or That's probably robot. where his head is frozen, is in Tomorrowland. Okay, all right. I'm trying to get through our new segment that you want to do so Oh, bad. yeah. We're going to start a new segment every episode called... I want it to be called, What's the D with Michelle Visage? We're not... It's not with Michelle Visage. <laughs> I feel like we'll get sued if we say that. It's just called, What's the D? What's the D? Because... A.K.A. We like other podcasts that have, like, a similar what's situation. What's making you happy? What's, what's your jam? What's your jam? Yeah. So we're going so to do, do, like, what's your favorite Disney thing this week? Okay, so Adam and I are moving into a new apartment, like, in a month, and we have been obsessing about the co-op. Not even all of co-op, literally just, um... The kitchen area. The... What's it called? God, um... I don't remember. Anyway, so they have all of the, like... The kitchen bullshit. They have Adventureland settings. Everything. They have everything. I I just bought my first... They have theme park lands. I bought my orange bird orange juice pitcher. I'm hoping to buy all the other orange bird stuff too. Or like Adventureland stuff. Just to make sure that they that that somebody in marketing knows like orange bird is a character that needs to exist. (laughs) People are Do not let him die. So I'm hoping to make our kitchen dining room orangey colors like warm. Hoping Adventureland orange bird realness. Um what's my D this week? I'm gonna go to Magic Kingdom. And I'm going to go to Pinocchio's Village House. And um, if you go in the restaurant, it's a quick service restaurant, like in the heart of, um, fan- well, I guess it's not in the heart anymore. The entryway now- of New Fantasyland? Yeah. Um, they have, in one of the rooms, they have this book that's open. And um, it's apparently like the Blue Fairy Wish Book or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then you, you, it's just this open book and it says you can write your wish in there. My favorite thing is, like, stopping through when I'm in the Magic Kingdom, heading over and just seeing what people have written in the wish book throughout the day. Um, Because obviously not every guest sees it or whatever. It's kind of off to the side. So You'll see things like, I wish I could be a princess. I wish I could meet Mickey. Like, I wish I could live at Disney World. And then you'll really see things that are like, I wish um, my husband would come back from the war or, like, I hope, I wish that when I go to the doctor, he says I'm in remission now, and, like, stuff like that, and it's just so, there, I don't know, I don't know how to, it's just, like, 
beautiful and like this perfect like snapshot of like humanity like this is why people come here so yeah. they can wish and forget to come to Fantasyland yeah yeah absolutely I think that's I think it's one of my favorite things in that restaurant my favorite sure. thing in that restaurant is the garlic pesto bread nuts <laughs> they're okay they're okay you have to get them with if you're gonna do it listeners if you're gonna do the garlic pesto bread knots correctly, you're going to get them with the tomato soup and then dip them in the soup. Okay, all right. But save that for like January when you yeah, actually can drink the soup. Yeah, because soup in the middle of July. Mm-mm. No, 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 mama. I remember when my friend, our friend, went to uh, Pinocchio Village House. She wrote, "I wish for Madame Hillary Clinton to be president of the United States." That's true. That that's is a, a real. Wish. That's a real snapshot a re- of humanity. <laughs> The so human beautiful. condition so must honest, not apologize so for itself. Yeah. Okay. Um, and those are our D's. <laughs> yeah, there they are. Should we be like, oh, follow us on this, that, and the other? Okay, well, you can follow us. Are we us. doing that now? Sure. I mean, we're on Facebook, so like us on Facebook. We're also on Tumblr. It's just thedpod.com. So make sure you follow us there, too. We if, have our own website? Yeah. I bought a URL and everything. Guys, please make this worth it. Tell your friends. Like, I can't have him spending money that we don't have for a goddamn website. So I just want to make that very clear. You need to tell all your friends so then we can get to iTunes. And then once we get to iTunes, we'll let you know. And then you can review us. And then if you if we get enough good reviews, then we'll we'll be in the top. Podcast we would not be in top for comedy. I'll be if we had like made this a travel thing, maybe we could have done that. But we yeah. absolutely will not be. In top I don't for believe in labels, so we're just like. We're just so flase da, you know what I mean? Good one. This is not going to turn into a Disney slash RuPaul podcast <laughs> as much as you would like it to. Bye, the kitty only, girls! The only, the only Ru we will be referring to is Kanga's daughter, son. Okay. Well, I always thought Ru was a girl. I actually always, I always thought, thought Rabbit Pig- was a girl. I always thought Piglet was a girl. Rabbit, Piglet, and Ru were all girls to me when I was growing up. Well, Rabbit was very like, I'm proper. Things I'm- need to go my way. I was not so I was always like, oh, always and well, rabbit gardens, so woman, you know what I mean? You're, tr- you're trying way too hard right now. Right, it's a great, big, beautiful bye. tomorrow. Thanks, boys. Thanks, boys. Say Thanks, goodbye boys. to the folks. Bye-bye. There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. <laughs> As I said, that's the spirit. Well, a beautiful tomorrow just to dream away. That says we're going places. There's progress ahead. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow